<laughs> Generation of Wrestling, my, my new favorite podcast, my new favorite. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of GOW, the Generation Wrestling Podcast. As always, you are truly the franchise, a.k.a. the showstopper, better known as the GOW's resident tribal chief. And with me, as always, I got my tag team, part of my brother, my family. He is the flash in the room, Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K-Breezy, a.k.a. East's resident Isaac Hayes, King Tuco. Bro, what's good? Man, the engineer of the year. That's what's good. <laughs> that's that's what's good right there man the gow engineer of the year man once again did it again folks i i just don't know how the man keeps doing it but he keeps on doing it and bringing that new and exciting new stuff that we want to bring here to the gow hey man that man get that man a pat on the back but other than that bro what's good with you man you know here during our thursday night i, I believe this is what episode number three of the gow presents the over under yes. ranking the overrated slash underrated superstars maybe they just over or underappreciated hey you never know but with that being said man this week we got two uh two two wrestlers apiece uh and yeah man i would say who we got but i think we should just surprise the people so i'm ready if you're ready Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do what we do, man. Let's all do right. All right. The first person, you know what? Okay. Let's let's go present day, man. First person, present day. We got Cleveland Zone Mike the Miz Mizani. Bro, this mm. your pick. I'm gonna let you go first. Hey man, why you choose the Miz? Tell the people why you choose the Miz. Okay. Why did I choose the Miz? I chose the Miz because now I'm not gonna tell you what he is yet. I'm gonna I wanna explain and then we'll go from there uh the miz is one of those few guys that one he's a he's a huge wrestling fan so he obviously has a love for the business um he he understands you know what, what the importance of it was uh i think we all saw that if you know the miz if you were old enough or if you're old enough <laughs> to remember the miz on the wheel on the real world uh he was definitely a wrestling character. You saw who he was, and then you saw kind of saw the persona that he can kind of be, which kind of gave way for him to reach it to tough enough to where he had a tryout. And, you know, I, he was not successful. He did not win. Uh, actually, I think he got eliminated pretty early, but he had something about him that made them bring him on. One, he was a personality. He was a person that was famous for another TV show. But because he had a love for wrestling, that helped get him through the door of wrestling now that was a benefit for him and the company because they used the miz kind of just as a host kind of a, just a shock a, a shock jock to come out and just you know do little interviews say little you know uh little things in the beginning of the show you know he wouldn't do nothing too crazy just kind of get the crowd hype you know just that bring that energy that the miz could bring now we fast forward to him actually being a wrestler him starting out in the business and the Miz was terrible. The Miz didn't really have much. There wasn't much of his in-ring that really made you say, man, I like this guy. It was his charisma. It was the way he talked. It was the character that he presented. Regardless if you liked the character, hated the character, he could get you to cheer him and boo him. Um, those are some of the elements of this wrestling business that we appreciate because those are the things that make or break a character. Yeah. How interesting they are, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Does every wrestler know how to speak? No, but sometimes their presence speak more than their words. Well, Miz right. was a guy right. where his words and his uh his 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 mic work was all good. It was all par. It was all above. I just say damn above average. It was it was it was damn good. Um, he was better than some of the people that were actually hot during the time of when he was coming up. But when you look at the Miz and you look at his in ring, he was a basic guy. He didn't have too much technical hold. He wasn't a guy that went through a wrestling school or had a wrestling background. He didn't, you know, he was a guy that he knew how to, he had to learn how to take the falls. He had to learn how to work the ring. I've always called Miz a great worker I've, I, over the years because when, when in doubt, Okay, the guy has shown up. He's had some good matches. I can't say Miz has not had some good matches with people because yeah. there's quite a few matches that he's had. And it's like, man, this guy's really, you know, Miz can actually hold his own. But we know the talent that he was up against was a little bit better than him. Earl was good with you, bro. Earl says Miz is overrated. Yeah, he was good around, you know, he was all, uh, he, he's a good all around Mike in ring performer. But being totally honest, there's nothing that stands out about him to me. And all these things, but all those things that we are saying and I'm saying are the things that stick out about him, which makes me beg the question, even though we know the Miz, yes, he copies some other people's moves mm -hmm. who, uh, who, 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 who doesn't do that, uh, who doesn't copy people's moves, uh, especially in today's era of wrestling, who hasn't been doing that. Right, uh, right. Again, he's not the most technical wrestler you're not going to look at miz and say miz and dolph Ziggler or say man they about to give us 20 minutes of a wrestling clinic you never yeah. you'll never say that about the miz but overall regardless if you like some of the hijinks and what he's done or if you like some of the stuff he's done his intercontinental run yeah there's respect to be put on his intercontinental run because he was one of those great wrestlers or workers that was around during the time uh, he was having great matches with a lot of people. And there, of course, were times where The Miz was a joke. The Miz was a comic relief. And that's the one thing that I think has always kind of separated him from being in that true era of, of where people want to put him as far as how great he really is compared to how great he thinks he is. So, <laughs> uh, and, and for me, I appreciate everything The Miz has become, what he has brought to the table. Uh, at least I know when he does go in the ring with somebody, you know, he'll he'll most definitely do his part to make the match the best that it can be. Uh, then again, it's always about your dance partner. But overall, I got to say he's overrated as a wrestler worker. But as a mic guy, as a guy that can just really command the microphone, man, I think the Miz was underappreciated in a way. Uh because I feel like it overlapped. Sometimes I feel like his mic work overlapped his wrestling, his in ring. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I can't, I can't put him up there with the top. I can't put him up there with the best of the best. When I think of those guys that make me watch what they do in the ring, and 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 I'm glued to the TV to what they do. I, I, I can't give that to him. But it's like I feel, is he underappreciated? Is he overrated but underappreciated? And that's how I feel about the Miz. He's overrated, but he's underappreciated. Yeah, no, I mean, 100%. And you, and you know what? I think I, I can echo that sentiment. I do feel like he's definitely uh, underappreciated. Um, now, I will say this. Uh, you said something when you said, you know, the Miz, and Earl said it too, you know, the Miz isn't anything great as far as 
uh, what he does in the ring. But this is what I will say. This this is what I'll say. He doesn't do anything great in the ring, but you also said this, when in doubt. The Miz is one of the most consistent performers in the last 15, 20 years. I mean, you talk about a guy throughout his whole entire career has not missed a single uh, day off due to injury. If he wasn't wrestling, until it was lately, until lately when he's had the surgery and the, and the one actual little small injury he did. Have. Whoa, 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 yeah, but but I'm talking about like just just like as far as like you know being like fragile and stuff like that, and and and, mm-hmm. and that's you know one of the things that you know uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan at the time gave him shit for when he was calling him soft back on the talking smack segment because mm-hmm. the Miz has worked a style that has allowed him to go 20 years damn near and really not miss any time and to do all these, you know, press events and stuff like that because he's not hurt. Um, but I, I will say this. They say work smarter, not harder. And again, mm-hmm. we've seen many people in it. And this is why I think he's underappreciated. The reason I say he's underappreciated is because like you said, there's been many people who are 10 out of 10 in the ring, right? But they can't sell a ticket for shit because guess what? Outside of a great wrestling match, can they sell a promo? Can they make you care about the story outside of the fact that, okay, this guy could do a flip here or there? So that's where I feel like, you know, a guy like me is super truly underappreciated because he literally had a whole segment with John Cena and John Cena wasn't there. He was talking to an invisible fucking man and got the segment over. It's things like that that make you valuable to a company. He uh, okay. This might be a, lot, a little controversial to some people. To me, the Miz in the original iteration, I want well, and during his run, made the Intercontinental Championship really mean something. So for a guy that can't wrestle to make one of the most prestigious titles mean something, that says a lot, you know. Uh, or a guy that's not looked at as a great wrestler, I should say. So like you said, you know, uh, is he a great wrestler? No. Is he overrated in the ring? I don't I don't even know if you can say he's overrated in the ring because I don't know anybody that looks at the Miz like damn the Miz is a, is a great wrestler, great worker. Yes, but I don't think anybody ever says like yo, he's just so he's such good shit in the ring outside of the mic. And that's why I say I, as a wrestler he's overrated, but you know, but he but he's also underappreciated because of all those things. Now I want to hit you to a couple of comments because Earl and Leo, what's up, Leo? Leo, up, Murray, boy, Leo, boy, you working like on three write-ups, boy. Um, <laughs> Leo says, man, Miz is damn overrated. Cuts the same damn promo every six months, and people want to act like he has the best promo. Now, that is very true. I cannot disregard that. I am the most see, must-see guy on WWE TV, whatever, Blase, Skippy, whatever it is he say, he says. Yeah. Those are the overrated and the annoying promos we don't care to hear. But when yeah. he is doing something like what we kind of saw Monday with Walter. Now, you know, you can take that with a bit of a grain of salt, but you got to take those type of moments and be like, he has it. It's all about the purpose. It's not like the Miz don't want to do more stuff. Right. But we also know who's in control and who's running things. And Miz was yeah. one of those guys that came to work, did his job. He didn't care what he was given. He did it. And we know who was giving him stuff to do because that's what he wanted him to do. Not so much what he, what we know the Miz could do. Did right. that? Mean, I feel like the Miz have always cut great promos against certain people. Yes, we can look back at the Brian Danielson promo that he cut on Talking Smack. 
and Broy, that was probably one of the greatest promos, you know, you know, shoot takes, as we want to say, that yeah. we've ever had. So it's not like he does not have it. Uh, do we get to see him do that more often? No, and that's the problem. Again, the problem with the Miz is he'll have his I'm the comedic joke, and then he'll have his okay, I'm serious, I'm not a joke, I'm gonna show you how real I am. And then he does it, and it's like, damn, he damn he was actually pretty damn good. He's actually better than I thought he was. So it's it's not like Leo or Earl or anybody is wrong in what they're saying, because it's like there are moments yeah. where it's like that's validated. I can't say he is. Earl says, I'm pretty sure I could make a top 100 list and Miz not even be a thought to make the list. I, I can't go that far. I can't, I can't go, go that, that far. far. I can't go that far because I'm putting Miz on the top 100 list because uh, if I got to, if I'm, oh, damn it, y'all going to make, damn it, Earl, stop it. Um, I, I'm putting Miz on my top 100 list, and I can't even give you top 100 wrestlers right now. Hell, I, the, after I've named all the wrestlers that I'm going to consider, I probably wouldn't even reach 100 yet. Like that, that, and and he would be on that list. Uh, then he also says, man, Leo says his promos are overrated. Uh, Earl says, put it this way, you know how much I uh, loathe the sight of Natalia, and I actually rate her higher than Miz. Wow. Again, Ooh. and I can respect that, and I can respect that because you know why the Miz hasn't been doing shit lately. The Miz hasn't been doing anything. Hell, the last good thing he was doing, he was making uh, music videos with John Morrison. <laughs> it was like, bro, and then after that, MCMIZ, right? Then him and Champa was walking around being best friends, which nobody liked that Champa thing for him. But we knew that wasn't so much as Miz doing it because the Miz wanted to do that. It was, oh, this is what we got to do. So, do I? So I asked this question. With us knowing how Vince, let's say Vince, we'll just say Vince. Let's not say WWE. Let's not be coy about it. Let's be honest. Vince, Vince wanting people to present a certain thing for a certain way. And Miz being one of those guys, we get on John Cena for the way he was pushed, but we all kind of know, even though John Cena, uh, even though, you know, he, he was that guy that we felt, but we knew what was the power behind it. We knew who yeah, was the yeah. who had the final say. We knew who was saying this is what you're going to do, and we know if they don't do it, what is he going to do? He's going to get someone else to do it. So, yeah. I, it, 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 so for this business, you got to kind of do we do we want to give a guy a bit of a break for that? Like, do we want to acknowledge like, okay, yeah, we can acknowledge that, but still, you know, he was still garbage, or yeah, he was maybe so so. I got to look at all of that. If I'm a true wrestling fan, if, if we're going to look at this and do what we do, I got to look at everything. I got to look at what the powers to be and how they wanted to present. I got to look at what he brought to it, even though it might have been lame or stupid, but you can see that he was putting his all into it. I, he tried to make it more. Some things he did make more than what it was to be. And some things it had no right being on the show. Is he under appreciate it at least can we say maybe there's parts of the Miz that truly is underappreciated oh yeah for a fact because obviously everyone feels he's overrated yeah 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 I, I I definitely agree like the Miz yeah he and he and he comes you know at that tail end of the ruthless aggression era so he's still you know he was a guy that was getting kicked out the locker room he's a guy that made it through you know the politics and the hazing of you know what I'm saying those old school hardcore you know type guys back then like the Undertakers and JBLs and Chris Benoit so no I, anybody that can withstand that and go on ahead the career he's had I mean do you know how many mass releases and budget cuts we had he's still on the roster 
that alone you get salute <laughs> and consider what you also have to consider him and the, him and maurice and you know having a tv show and him truly being like one of the cash cows of the company even though we saw the company get rid of bray wyatt and he was definitely a top cash cow for the company and he was a top merch seller as a wrestler uh, you know and everything he was doing but it is what it is man but the people have spoken yeah, I yeah, can't, yeah. I can't, I can't change their minds. I can't sway them. Uh, Leo says, "Man, he cut the same. The raw, the promo he cut on Raw is the perfect example of the same promos." I get that, and you're right. But in a way, that's kind of what he has to do because he's been taken as a joke. Like, yeah. like, and 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 I got to use that same promo because what did Walter do? Walter basically said, "Man, dude, I don't respect you. You're not on my level. I don't come out here for you because you you're, you're a joke. You're a great." sports entertainer but you don't deserve to be in this ring that i hold sacred and as much as it's like damn he's not wrong about that but we know if the miz was to take this seriously bro we about to get a totally different miz you know next yeah. week when Miz decide to come out and cut a promo you know yeah. he's about to cut this boy walter in half like he's gonna do this it's not like we don't think he can but we also know he's been in a he there's, there's a different person given the the final say so if the right. Miz is going to be allowed to come and come out and be the the original MJF, as as some people may want to say, uh, if he could come out and kind of be that kind of guy and give Walter that work, if he wins the the number one contendership match next week or whatever, I I think he can make something out of it. It may not sway a lot of people's minds to think that he's a, uh, you know, he's the he's still that great or underrated, but. I think we need to give the Miz just a little bit of slack. I can't disagree with a lot of what they're saying. I, it, there, there's facts to it, but I, I, I got, I can't hold him accountable for everything because I feel like he he brings enough to the table. Yes, sir. And as much as I love talking to the people, the Miz, we gave the Miz 18 minutes. That is crazy. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, we 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 gonna talk about this next person. We ain't gonna give him 18 minutes, but. We got the Miz. Now we're gonna go from one Cleveland boy to another. My pick, man. That boy, Dolph Ziggler, the Hell show yeah. off. The Hell show yeah. off. And much like you, before I give my over or under, I got some stuff, man. I want to rattle off because what I feel mean? like you know that Dolph Ziggler is much like the Miz, super underappreciated. I'm gonna go a step further. I feel like for the longest time, the majority of the time by the company he was undervalued because i felt like the company looked at him too much like a good hand see the one thing you can't say about Dolph ziggler is that he can't go in the ring that boy is a beast in the ring the problem is with him his shortcoming i believe and what a lot of people seem to have said over the years is that he's a Shawn michaels ripoff and i feel like that's where his downfall was because outside of the whole handsome hunk that could do all these moves and everything else, I feel like Shawn Michaels was like, we've been there, done that, right? And Shawn Michaels wasn't a huge guy. We all know Vince is a body guy. And Dolph Ziggler in the ring wasn't the most charismatic person either. So, again, you know, The Miz is a great talker on the mic. Dolph Ziggler, he, he, can, he can hold his own, but would I put him up there in the upper echelon like The Miz on the mic? No. But can I put him, in, put him in the upper echelon as like in the ring wrestling? Yeah. You want to have a great match? Dude, how many times has Dolph Ziggler fought for a title or fought in a qualifying match and you knew, you knew his ass wasn't going to go over? 
but he made you think, yo, this could be the chance. This could be the chance. How many times we watched the match like, oh, you know what? God damn it. I knew he was going to lose the shit. That that last pitfall almost had me. It almost had me. And let's go over some of his accolades. I mean, multi-time U.S. champion, intercontinental champion, SmackDown and Raw tag champion, uh, world heavyweight champion. The guy went from being a goddamn male cheerleader in the Spirit Squad. He was Chavo Guerrero's caddy when he decided to be current white. He thought he was a white Mexican. You know what I'm saying? My boy came up with Big E Langston. And, you know, do everything, man. He been in the business. He been in WWE 18 years total, 15 on the main roster. And, you know, again, going back to dependability, reliability, Dolph Ziggler's been that guy. Um, now, I will say this, and and, and, and I'm I, my, my, am I going to overrate him, underrate him? I'm going to say, as a performer, massively, massively underrated. Um, I don't feel like WWE appreciated Dolph Ziggler. I feel like he was a good hand. And I feel like that's how the company looked at him. I feel like the company was like, okay, you know what? We could throw him in any match, any situation, and we're going to get a great showing. But yeah. we don't have the confidence or the faith or the give a fuck to make this guy the face of the company. He's good enough. He's good enough to be in the company. He's good enough to build up other stars. But he is not the star. And I feel like much like the Miz, that's what they're similar, underappreciated. Uh, bro, with that being said, Dolph Ziggler, he's my underrated, underappreciated. What are your thoughts, man? I, I feel the same with you, but I got to get to these comments. Boy, Leo says, giving the Miz 18 minutes is a damn overrated segment on the G-O-W. Damn, Leo, that's why you got three write-ups coming. Uh, Earl says, man, <laughs> Earl says, man, Dolph is irrelevant. Damn him being overrated, underrated. Okay. Wow. Ah, wow. Again, this is why we have to have this conversation, man. Because once again, I remember Dolph Ziggler winning money in the bank. The people yeah. were happy. Yep. I remember Dolph Ziggler yep. cashing in. The people were happy. I remember Dolph Ziggler getting hurt and he got screwed over. I remember Dolph Ziggler coming back and winning the championship again. The people yeah. were happy. I remember yeah. Dolph Ziggler putting on great matches and showing why he's the dude that he is in the ring, why he's the truly, why he was truly the next Shawn Michaels. If if some people, you know, why he was a, a copy of Shawn Michaels in as, as some people's eyes, because the dude could really work in the ring. He knew how to work. He knew how to do everything great. But because of, uh, of lack of faith, it wasn't because he couldn't cut promos. It wasn't because he couldn't get in the ring with anybody and have a great match. Right, it right. was a simple fact, man. They just didn't want to push him in yeah. that direction. That that has significance to why Dolph is felt the way he is. For a guy like Earl, and Earl, I know if you've seen enough wrestling, man. I know you yeah. know Dolph is really good. But because you're right, he's irrelevant because they don't put him in a relevant way for us to appreciate him. Yeah. So I, I can get why you feel that way, but you can't tell me, man, you ain't watching Dolph, Dolph Ziggler versus uh oh oh I I tell you somebody uh my boy Brody King uh Luke Harper in WWE for the Intercontinental yeah. Championship match. Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz was actually a great rivalry. Dolph Ziggler in a ring with anybody, he can hold his own. I mean, the dude, the dude could sell like no other. 
I like Cody more than Dolph. Man, whoo, damn, Earl. Okay, damn, okay, Earl. But I like them both the same. I think Dolph is a better in-ring than Cody. But Cody, I, I think they can go back and forth. I, I'll say that. I think they can go back and forth. Um, But I like you, I feel like Dolph Ziggler was definitely underappreciated. Because he had moments where, dude, he was hot. The people wanted to see more of him. He was a great heel. You wanted to push him, but you either gave up or, unfortunately, he got hurt, and then you moved on from him. So, I even mama says Cody is better. Wow. Woo-wee. Woo. Oh, man. Woo. Oh, my own mama. Oh, I love my own mama. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dolph is perfectly rated, not overrated or under. I feel like he's underrated. I feel like Dolph is underrated because he – Oh well, I don't – I feel like he's underrated because he really was good in the ring. Like, you could put him in the ring with anybody, and he had a great match with him. And some of the – when you think of him and Seth Rollins, you think of him and Randy Orton, you think of him and when he had a match with John Cena, even though, you know, John Cena probably yeah. tore through half of those matches, but – when yeah. Dolph Ziggler was given the right, when he had the Survivor Series match and Dolph had to go out there and muster it up alone by himself, like Dolph has had moments where he's shown, man, he can be that dude if they gave a fuck a little bit. If yeah. they just if they just cared to just put a real push behind him and not be so quick to dismiss him for whatever political reasons, because that's what it was. It was political reasons. Um, when he got let go and brought back, people felt like, WWE dropped the ball with him. People have always felt like they've dropped the ball with Dolph Ziggler. That's why I say he's underrated. And under and, and if not underrated is the great answer, I'll definitely say underappreciated. He was definitely yeah. underappreciated in the company. All right, bro. We got the two Cleveland boys out the way. What's up? All right. What's up, mama? You, know, you know what? We got two more. We got two more. All right. Let me ask you this, man. Mm-hmm. Because I started off the show, mm-hmm. and I get and I, and, I, and and I put your pick out there first. Who you want to who who pick you want to go, man? You want my pick or your pick to go? You want to you want to save your pick for last or my pick for last? What, what you, what you um, No, my quick gonna be my my pick is gonna be quick. So you can go ahead and throw mine up. I'll let you have the last. Okay, all right, all right. Hey, look, you know, we gotta, gotta make sure, man. Hey, equal opportunity here. All right, man, we got that boy, Lex Luger. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Bro, man, talk to the people. Overrated, underrated, overappreciated, underappreciated. Talk to us. Earl, hold on. First of all, Earl says, too cold, sounds like Trump. Who are these people you're referring to? Laugh emoji, laugh emoji. Earl, the people are you. There are people who watch WWE. There are people who have voiced their opinions for years that WWE have been dropping the ball with Dolph Ziggler. Dude, I, they're, they're, it's not just who are these people. The people are the people. <laughs> man, flat out, the people. The same people that's watching the wrestling and telling you, look, man, let him show up in AEW. It's not just AEW blowing up. It's going to be the wrestling world because they're going to be happy seeing him somewhere he might have a chance to actually be as great as he can be. Unfortunately, he's gotten to a certain age where we don't know how much longer that's going to be. But oh man, I, man, the dude is the dude is under he's underappreciated for me. I, even if you feel he's overrated, I feel he's underappreciated. Uh, but people have been very frustrated that Dolph Ziggler 
was not getting more of a push or, or more respected uh, at certain times, man, when he was doing something good or when there was a good rivalry or something he was having and then WWE would just have nothing for him to do. So, no, there's people out there, man. There's people out there. But with that being said, Lex Luger, man, overrated. Flat out. Ain't <laughs> we ain't even, I'm not even going to long-wind y'all. We long-wind y'all with the Miz and Dolph Ziggler because we kind of had to, man. There was questions to be asked about that. Yeah, Lex yeah. Luger is uh, – Earl says 1,000%. I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you 100,000% uh, overrated. Yes, uh, he had the look, uh, which he did. Um, the only two times I've ever cheered for Lex Luger is when he body slammed uh, Yokozuna and when he beat uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan for the championship in WCW for when he, uh, when Hogan was with the NWO. Yeah. Hogan was beating everybody, and it was like, damn, we need somebody to beat Hogan. And he had happened to beat Hogan, but then he lost the title, like I think, that next week. So, <laughs> so it wasn't like it was a long legged stint. But Lex Luger was always a reject Hulk Hogan. He was always presented to me like to be that, especially when he came in that, uh, Amer you know, Lex Express on the Lex, Lex Express, the big bus. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, Vince, why are you, yeah. you trying to bring a younger version of, of, of Hulk Hogan to me? What, why are you doing this? Even though I've seen him a little bit prior to getting to WWE, because he was in WCW was stinging them. But, um, for, 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 but from that point on, it was like, it wasn't much about Lex Luger. He had the metal elbow because of the car accident. So he had the, you know, the metal plate in his arm that he used to knock guys out. Uh, he put you in a torture rack. He flex. And then he go in the back and do some steroids. That was about it, man. There was nothing really else about Lex Luger. Uh, I, I like how you just said it. Just like you're so, so casually. <laughs> I, I mean, back in the late eighties, early nineties, that's, that's how casually they were doing it between the steroids and the cocaine. That's how it was rolling. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I try not to sell it, but God damn it. You oh man. Uh, I am, man. I am. Cause I, I have not had to laugh at that stupid shit. Uh, but no, Les Luger was, was overrated. Um, you know, some people really liked him. Um, I, I, I didn't see much in him. Um, Bret Hart made him look good. Sting made him look good. Uh, everybody made him look good. And he did nothing but pose, and that's it. <laughs> no, nah, again, with you, I agree 100%. Lex was definitely overrated. He, uh, oh, 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 my God. You know what? I'm going to leave it at that because I, I'm going to tell you off here. I just found out who's going to be my first overrated in a while. On the next, on the next, oh, I got one for you. Oh, mm. but no, nah. but 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 for the sake of this though, uh, yeah, man, de definitely overrated. Um, had the look, he had the look, he had the physique, but eh, I don't know, man. Just eh. he did, he did, he didn't do it for me. I like Earl's response because I I kind of thought that at one point too, but then quickly realized he wasn't that dude. Okay, so you know what? Fuck it. Because Earl, you brought you gotta, it up. You gotta, you gotta put that up there. You gotta put that up there. Well, I'm gonna put it up there, but Earl, since you brought it up, I'm actually telling you, King, I'm gonna let you know right now. Next over under ultimate uh war, yeah, his ass on the list. Oh, wait. Well, let me tell you right now, you speak disrespectful about the ultimate warrior, all right? And we're gonna have it out. 
All right, we're all just gonna right, let you know right now, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a verbal fight right here on the show, bro. You you better hey, come I, with some respect. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna put it this way, man. I hope you got your everlasting gloves ready, man, because I'm ready to box. Because I got right, some right, shit. Well, you know what? Right. Well, that's good because I'm coming with your boy next week too. Whew, whew, whew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hey man, Mr. Thugonomics I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm coming with oh, Mr. Thugonomics. Oh, oh yeah, I'm coming with Thugonomics. Hey, hey, you know what's crazy though? I'm gonna tell you. I, I ain't gonna tell you what I think, but I, I think me and you might be on the same on that one. But yeah, yeah, no, no, but I, no, I still no, gotta no, get not, not the way I explain it, nah, brother, because you know I ain't letting you off the hook. <laughs> but go ahead, man. Say what you got to say. No, no, no. But so, but so no, that part, you know, like as, as far as the warrior, I'm, I'm gonna say that part. But no, like like, like you said, man. Again, uh, Lex Luger, you know, it was Mister America all over again, superhero all over again. You know right, right. that that perfect uh, embodiment of you know the real American. Again, like you like you and Earl said, man. Just it, it was Hulk Hogan 2.0 that just. Mm-hmm. Didn't become Hulk Hogan, <laughs> right? Like that's why, and that's what—that's really what the problem was. It was like Hogan had left, and here comes Lex Luger, and Lex is now representing the American flag. He's riding the Lex Express. It's like, really, Vince, you're trying to give us Hulk Hogan 2.0, another big bodybuilding guy that can't really do too much. We accepted Hulk Hogan for what it was because he was yeah. kind of like the unicorn of it, but. Damn it, we are not accepting Lex Luger. Uh, mama's oh, oh, mama said, Oh, mama's about to come for you, boy. She said, Okay, franchise, stay off my warrior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like you about to throw the gloves next week, boy. Uh, and Earl said it too. All right, man, like it's gonna be a fight next week, but uh, or this weekend, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you, man. War, uh, Luger was never not Lord, Luger, Luger was never really that guy for me. Uh, you know, I, I had hoped he had joined the NWO so Sting could whoop his ass. Like, that's where I was at. <laughs> I would, like, I wouldn't have cared if Lex Luger had joined the NWO because, uh, yeah, because I would have loved to see Sting beat his ass with the bat. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that's how we feel about him, man. So let's go ahead to the next person. All right, man. Next person, man. We got the fourth and final pick of the night. We got the animal himself. Hollywood Ooh. superstar Dave Batista, bro, 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 Batista. Okay, man, Batista, 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 uh, Batista, multi-time world heavyweight champion, multi-time WWE champion, multi-time tag team champion. You know, he came up in the OVW system. Uh, I believe it was him, Cena, uh, Lesnar in that 2002 group, uh, initially. Uh, and then it was, it was, it was Cena, Orton, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, and Benjamin, yeah. You know, some regard that as the greatest class to ever come up out of OVW. I will second that. I don't think there's been a group that's come out that's even come close to that. Uh, but going Jeff back Rollins, to Roman Reigns, uh, Drew, uh, Dean Ambrose. But, but would you, would you say that that group is better if you had to compare them against that 2002 class? Uh, you can go back and forth with that one. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, man, but then, look, we got Batista. Started out as Leviathan. Came up to the main roster, you know, with uh, Reverend Devon. That didn't last long. But he really, really took off, man. We aligned himself with the game. The Cerebral Assassin, Triple H, and Nature Boy. Woo, Ric Flair and that young piece of gold. Randy Orton and Evolution. Uh, 
you know, WrestleMania 21 defeated Triple H in the main event, won his first ever World Heavyweight Championship. You know, you had that. Uh, WrestleMania uh, 23, he faced The Undertaker in a career versus title match. And even though he didn't pick up the victory, I mean, the fact that, you know, at this time, this one, Batista was just on fire, man, firing on all cylinders. You going one-on-one with the dead, man, they had a hell of a match. He had great feuds over the years, man, especially with Triple H and Cena, two-time Royal Rumble winner, 2005-2014 as well. Dude, and then he went on to transition into Hollywood. Uh, most recently had another match, as we now found out was his true retirement match against Triple H. And even though he lost that one, went out on his back staring at the lights. Again, man, Batista, Batista, Batista. Let's get right to it. I'm going to say this. Accolades and all, title reigns and all, championships and all. I feel like Batista was grossly, grossly underrated. This guy, to me, this is to me. Was he the greatest wrestler? No. I, I will admit that. I'll be the first to say, Batista wasn't the greatest wrestler, but but he had some hella matches. He had some hella good matches, hella great feuds. Had to look, and he could cut a promo. He could cut a pretty good damn promo. I love when him and Ray and him and Eddie especially, I love when Batista became a SmackDown guy. I love mm. what he did with Evolution, but when Batista, when he went to SmackDown as the World Heavyweight Champion, I mm. really felt like that's when he spread his wings. Like I really felt like that's when Batista really became Batista. Then he had the whole thing in 2010, man, when he got hurt, and then he did a whole little whiny bitch thing, and then he left WWE, then came back in 2014, and then the crowd booed him and called him Blue Tista and Boo Tista and all this other shit. You know, but to me, I feel like Batista, and maybe, maybe you could tell me, I don't understand why that last half of his career, outside of that last little interaction with Triple H, I don't get why the crowd and the fans shit on Batista the way they did. To me... Oh, I got the answer. Please, the answer. please, please do. Please do. The answer is simple. He wasn't supposed to win that Royal Rumble. Brian Danielson was. Uh, or CM Punk. I think that was the Rumble... Was that that Rumble? No, somebody else was supposed to win that Rumble. It was not supposed to be Batista. And I think I, 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 I think that's when when Daniel Brian Danielson was supposed to come back. I think that was the year that Ray Mysterio came in at number thirty and he got the shit booed out of. No, Batista was number thirty. Was it? Oh, Ray was twenty nine. Batista was Ray 30. was twenty nine. Batista was number thirty. Yeah, yeah, but Batista wasn't the guy that people wanted to win. Uh and because they he wasn't the guy that people wanted to win, we were happy to see him, but he wasn't who we wanted to see. We wanted, and at that time, 2014, I want to say that was CM Punk or right because I think both CM Punk and Brian Danielson were both in the Rumble and they both got eliminated, and everybody went berserk about that. Like yeah. that, that was a big, huge thing, and then of course, that's what led to CM Punk being gone later that year. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was the problem for Batista at that later half. The when he came back or the injury thing, that was just more of creative. Uh, yeah. He felt he was a bigger player than what he was, uh, and he felt, <clears throat> you know, Vince was pigeonholing him. He should have beaten certain people. He should have held the title or whatnot. And honestly, I, I I think at that point he just had one foot in and one foot out, and. He had just made a choice. Plus, also, he started doing, you know, movies and other stuff. And the movie that pretty much put him over, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
the dude coming out as Drax, like, bro, that 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 helped propel him for so many great movies. And obviously, <clears throat> once he saw that avenue be the thing for him, yeah. you know, he did he never turned back. Like, yeah, he showed up a couple of times after that, but you know, but for the most part, man, he saw his new path. But also, you have to remember, Batista was already a certain age by the time he right, started. Right. So it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like he was a. Uh, you know, he 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 was a spring chicken. You know, he was kind of already a vet uh, uh, in the game. Um, right. But for me, for me, bro, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Uh, Tisha awesome. was over. He was overrated. Oh man, man, Tisha was overrated. Oh. Uh, his in ring wasn't all that much. He was. It was more of his intensity and you know some of the promos and stuff and the people he was going up against. But yeah. as far as a match guy, like yeah, Batista to me he was overrated in the ring. Uh, uh, I liked it. I liked I liked everything else outside of it, but in the ring, ah, man, he was overrated. Man, man, look, 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 look here. All right, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, you know I can't wait till we talk about the Warrior. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't, get wait. I can't wait. Boy, I'm about to light your ass up, and I want. Yeah, I want everybody to bring their tiki torches and pitchforks because I'm ready for you. I'm gonna be the heel that day. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, gonna... yeah, you is. All right, I hear it in you. Oh, oh but 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 all seriousness though, this is why we do the over unders because you know it gives us a chance to elaborate on who we like, who we didn't like, or who we liked and y'all didn't like, and vice versa, man. And y'all get a chance to come on here and hop on with us. Earl says, "Wasn't that the rumble that Cody? What do you say?" Kyoto, uh, Kyoto. Oh, Kyoto, Larry made it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. That was it. Uh, 2005 with uh, him and Cena. And then, you know, again, he won it back in 2014, which I will agree. Now, I will say, I, I will yeah, say. That, yeah, that was, yeah, that was 2005. Yeah, that's one year. Because yeah. they both went on to win the championships that year. Now, I will say 2014, I can't lie. I agree with why he got booed then, but it's just like it seemed like even when he left and came back again, it was like the crowd never let that shit go. <laughs> Earl says you can mute me for my Batista thoughts. Hey, man, there we go, know. Earl. Finally, shit. Somebody, it is what it is, man. Look here, man. I'm not saying I didn't like Batista, but it was moments, man. Was like I, I watched some of his matches and be like, eh, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, everything. I, I be real, man. Like okay, you know, depending on. Who he was fighting, or you know, like the stuff he did with Eddie, that was cool because it, it yeah. was with Eddie. The stuff with Triple H, yeah, because it was like, ah, right, that's Triple H. We want to see Triple H get his ass whooped, so go ahead. Right, right, right. The stuff with the Undertaker, I I was more for the Undertaker anyway. Uh, yeah. So it, 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 the stuff against Randy, I think I was I was kind of both. I was kind of for Randy and and or, but it, the stuff for Cena. I was actually okay with Cena beating him, like like and 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 that you you know, so it wasn't like I totally hated him, like I did like him, but and if I got a no, nah, he was he he was a hot dude. He he was one of the most popular, but I think he was in ring wise, yeah, he was definitely overrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I I like I, I, I already said he won the greatest wrestling guy, damn, but you ain't got to keep saying. It. I mean, well, I just want to make sure you knew. I just want to make sure I <laughs> with you, hey, hey, you know, hey, you hey. you started this. Now, like, look, we said, man, this was gonna start a fight or a war a little bit, and it, it, it apparently has done its thing, man. Because not only have the people 
Well, you got mama threatening you, Earl threatening you and me, Leo laughing. It's like, man, look, we we, we said this thing. We we gonna ask questions. We gonna we gonna we gonna bring up these names. We want to know how you feel. We gonna tell you how we feel. We want to know how y'all feel. We respect how y'all feel. We that's what we want. But hey, man, it, it, hey, look, man, whew, somebody ain't going. Somebody ain't uh, invited to Thanksgiving. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, it's, it's Thanksgiving season. We supposed to come together as family. Uh, there's gonna be some missing people at Thanksgiving. Hey man, why 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 you over there treat me like pumpkin pie, man? <laughs> pumpkin pie, because <laughs> nobody <laughs> like pumpkin pie. <laughs> uh, man, Earl says, man, Tuco, look at the names Batista did his thing with in the ring, and tell me again how he's highly overrated. Because the people in the ring were better than him. There, I said it. Uh, mm. All right, that was a quick answer, Earl. It didn't take me long. It wasn't hard at all, bro. It was not hard at all. You said he knocked that shit out in record time. Man, record time. <laughs> Damn, there it is. There's your answer. <laughs> uh man, there's gonna be some extra lust over turkey on third on Thanksgiving. You show sure right, early on. You show sure right, boy. It's gonna be mad. Plenty to take home with you. Grab some extra containers, take it with you. Uh, but no, nah, man, we but we enjoy having fun with y'all with this, man. We had to get this out the way, man. We definitely enjoy doing this because you know we got we got to bring something different, man. We want to talk different, we want to bring a different thought, different process, just all that good stuff, man. And we appreciate y'all, man. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know about this weekend because we got a pay per view this weekend, so I'm not sure what we're gonna do. We'll let y'all know, uh, but. Most definitely do not. Earl said that was a BS answer. They may have been better, but that doesn't diminish him. I didn't say it diminishes him. I just, I, again, I just feel like, I just feel like I, it, it, he was overrated, man. He was overrated in the ring. He wasn't, he didn't wow me. Batista didn't wow me. I mean, Batista was kind of a five, six moves doom of doom kind of guy too. He wasn't that, he wasn't really, I mean, yeah, he, he again, you know, he might have his presence might have been something different, but I was like, uh, when it came to everything else, it's like, man, you know, he had a spear, he had a power bomb. That was it. Spear power bomb. That's it. Spear power bomb. That's it. Eh. You, you, you know yeah. what? I'm not I'm I'm not about to see him yeah. take this from this Hulk Hogan fan. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, awesome reward. Two, two most racist people in the in the history of the sport. God damn it! <laughs> Only one of them was truly racist. The other one, we we're not sure if he was calling people racist. Or what the hell he was doing. So <laughs> he said, hey, hey. Then he because we don't know what he was really saying. We didn't understand where his thought process was coming from. We weren't really sure, you know, what earth he was on. So I don't know uh, yeah, if he okay. was really being racist to anybody. Uh, okay, Tuco has managed to piss me off. Let's do Warrior now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, we're not going to do Warrior now, Earl. The reason why we're not going to do Warrior right now is because we got to bring you all the prediction show, man. We got to talk about this crown jewel, man. This is going to be the last. We Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose, man. Somebody's got to win this prediction war. We're going to figure out what's going to happen, but we got to get that in and we got to get that done because we got a pay-per-view this Saturday. So, But we will save this, Earl, because I feel like this Warrior conversation, like with the men's, it may take a little bit longer, and yeah. we still got to get you all these predictions. So, We'll save the Warrior talk. We're going to save the John Cena talk. That's just two of the names we're going to have for y'all for the next show. We're still going to come up with the other names. But at the same time, we want to know who y'all want to talk about, man. So don't forget, man, let us know 
who you want to talk about? Earl wanted to talk about, uh, what was that, King Kong Bundy last time? Leo, who you want to talk about? Mama, who you want to talk about? Whoever, the mm-hmm. champ, who you want to talk about? But no, you know, let us know who y'all want to talk about. Uh, it's not just on us, you know. We might forget somebody. Bring somebody right, up. Right, right, right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Boogeyman, Big Sexy. Ooh, all right. It's coming through. He says the show has divided. The Leo says the show has divided the G-O-W. It has for the moment, but don't worry. We're going to come back together in a few minutes. But we want to know who y'all think, man. Like I said, man, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at a few names. We'll add it to the list. We'll, we'll take care of it. But don't go nowhere. Don't go too far. Go use the bathroom. Go get you something to drink. We coming right back. We got to give you all these predictions, man, for Crown Jewel, man. Uh, bro, excellent show. I I, I enjoyed myself. You know, we love talking shit back and forth. Any final words, man, before you get out, before we get out of here? Nah, man, nah. Hey, look, it is 751, man. Give us about 10 minutes, man. Hop on this thing. If that long. If that long. Yeah. So, you know, go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah. Hey, y'all, notifications on, and we'll see y'all in a minute. Bye-bye, bitch. <laughs>